Okay, you guys, here we go. She Runs Ultras, episode number 176. Yesterday, I recorded a podcast episode with Jessica Spissinger, and it was all about her first 50K. She's actually a Run Your First 50K alumni. And so these are really fun episodes for me where I get to like peek into people's background and how they got from no ultras to running an ultra, the process that it takes. But during that chat, she mentioned how when she first started running or training for long distance races, she didn't tell anyone. And I don't want to spoil the episode because it is so good, but she basically told no one. And she really downplayed it when she did tell people. She was just sort of like, yeah, I'm like training for this race, you know, no big deal. Like, you know, don't tell them how far, don't tell them how complicated, like just, you know, it's, it's basically like a 5k. (laughs) And this really resonated with me because I used to do the very same thing. And to some extent, I still do. And our conversation got me thinking about my running journey up to this point, about how I was basically well into my 30s before I even knew ultras existed. And I got to thinking about how amazing it is that I've just been able to run as much as I have, given the fact that when I started running straight out of college, I was in so much pain that I never would have imagined that I would run a half marathon, a marathon, let alone an ultra, let alone 200 miles. And that led me thinking about like what it's taken to get here and what it's going to take for me to keep going. And honestly, when I think about my training, the one aspect that I keep coming back to as being the linchpin and something that is really important, not only for me physically, but for me mentally, and that's the daily shakedown. It's the thing that has sort of carried me through the ups and downs of training. It's helped to ground me when I felt really unstable. And it helps to guide me when it comes to making decisions about when to push in my training and when I need to pull back. And I realized the other day that I talk about the Daily Shakedown a lot here on the podcast, but I've never done an episode that explains what it is. So I thought maybe we would do that today. And then at the end of this episode, I'm going to take you through an audio version. I'm going to walk you through a shakedown so you can save this episode, download it, bookmark it, whatever you need to do in your podcast app so that you can use this later on. So essentially, the daily shakedown is a movement practice that you do every day that takes your muscles and joints through their greatest pain-free range of motion. And I just want to reinforce pain-free, okay? So nothing that you do in the daily shakedown should cause you pain. You might have some high-level sensation, like feels like a really good stretch, or maybe you just simply run out of room in a joint, but you should never push through pain. So just keep that in mind as we go through this audio version of a shakedown here in a few minutes. So take your muscles and joints through their greatest pain-free range of motion every day. And this is for anyone, truly, that loves running and would like to run more and hurt less. Arguably, the daily shakedown is for everybody, but specifically, if you're a runner and you love running and you want to continue to do it for the long haul, the daily shakedown is something you need to make be a priority in your routine. 
Now, you don't need to have any movement experience, like you don't ever have had to have done yoga before, you don't even need to be flexible, you don't need to stretch. All you basically need is some space to move. Literally, that's it, all right? The daily shakedown is as long or as little as you have time for every single day. Ideally, I would love for you to have 15 or 20 minutes to move from head to toe and be able to assess how your body is doing every single day so that you can make those informed decisions about your body and your training. One of the reasons the daily shakedown is so important is because it allows you to assess your joints and muscles and build up a picture of today's body because today's body might be different than yesterday's and will be different uh, or tomorrow's body will be different from today. And so we need to understand, like sort of take our temperature, so to speak, from a muscular joint mobility sensation perspective and see how we're doing. Because if something doesn't feel good, going back to this whole idea of being pain-free, if something's not feeling good and you push through it, that could potentially lead to an injury or you know, a straight up injury, trip and fall sort of thing, and or an overuse injury because you just keep sort of butting your head up against this proverbial wall and you don't take the time to step back and say, oh, that doesn't feel good. I shouldn't be doing this or I need to take some time off or maybe I need to see a PT or I need to do something, okay? So ideally you've got 15 to 20 minutes to go head to toe and assess how your body is doing so that you can really take that temperature or that snapshot, however you want to look at it, of what you're doing today, how it feels, and make some informed decisions about pushing. You know, is today a day that I could go a little harder or is thing are things feeling mm, like a little wonky and maybe I want to pull back today, all right? But with that said, if you only have five minutes, work with what you got. Lots of times I'll steal five minutes three or four times throughout the day and do little bits and pieces of shakedowns. And in my world, in my mind, with my rationale, I believe that's just as good as a 15 minute session, okay? So work with what you've got. If it's only five minutes, do as much as you can, set a timer, spend the time to do it. And if you find another five minutes or 10 minutes somewhere later in the day, steal those minutes and make the best use of those, run through head to toe, or just simply focus on one particular spot. Maybe it's your shoulder or your hip or your foot that's causing you some issues and it needs a little love. This is time that you can spend on those areas that will help you help you to feel better in the long term. Now, I've created lots of different versions of shakedowns in video format. Some where you're standing, others where you are low to the ground. And those are born out of the days where I just didn't have a whole lot of energy. And I'm sure you can resonate with this. And so you just want to stay low to the ground and do some shakedown that doesn't require a lot of balance or effort. I've done those. And some that I've done, you can do at the trailhead right before you go for a run. But like I said earlier, I've never done an audio version. So that's what I would like to do for you now. So download this, save this episode in your podcast feed, tuck it away somewhere that you can come back to it and follow along with me if you're not able to do it in real time with me right now, okay? And we're gonna do a standing version, something that doesn't require you to get down on the ground so that you literally have no excuse (laughs) not to do this before you head out on a run. So you could do it at home or you could do it 
when you drive to the trailhead and you get out of the car. Ideally, you would do this with no shoes on, but if you're doing this right before you head out on a run, like you're at the parking lot and you're like, oh shit, I forgot to do my shakedown. I'm gonna pop this in and do it. You can keep your shoes on, okay? So I'll give you a second to get yourself situated. Wherever you're at, you'll want a little bit of space to move. So think about like a six foot circle around you because you're gonna be moving arms and legs. So just clear some space. Then you're gonna come to stand with your feet hip width apart. Find all four corners of both feet, your big toes, your little toes, and your inner and outer heels. Try and make the pressure even and equal across all four points. Let your shoulders drop down away from your ears. And if you feel comfortable enough to do so, soften your gaze down to the floor or close your eyes altogether. Pause here and take a few breaths. Preferably in and out through your nose. Check in with your body from head to toe. And like I mentioned before, try and build up a picture in your mind's eye about how you feel right now. Noticing what parts of you feel good to go and what parts might need a little more attention today by way of more movement or more stretching. As you start to deepen your breath, dip your chin down towards your chest. Feel a stretch in the back of your neck and then begin to carve your chin over to your right collarbone. Straighten your head up and look over your right shoulder and then let your ear drop behind you as you tilt your head back. Draw a circle up overhead with your nose until you end up facing the left with your ear dipping back behind you. Stack your head upright as you look over your left shoulder. Pull your chin down and in towards your collarbone and return chin to chest where you started. Repeat this again on your own but in the opposite direction. Going nice and slow, still taking some big breaths in and out through the nose making your greatest pain-free range of motion here. Sometimes we find some snapping, some cracking, some popping in the neck. As long as there's no pain, no acute or sharp pain that accompanies this, it's all good. As you return chin to chest, lift your jaw parallel to the floor. Start to shrug your shoulders up towards your ears and then circle them back around and down. Do a few circles here, a few forwards and a few backwards, and try not to let your head dive forwards as you make these circles. Think about pressing the back of your head into the imaginary wall behind you. So a little bit of pressure backwards. Extend your arms down towards the floor as you release those shoulder circles. Spin your palms forwards. Lift and cross your arms up in front of you as you reach high for the sky. Pause here with your arms overhead and get long through the sides of your body as you continue to take some nice deep breaths. Try not to arch your back, but stack your head over your heels nice and tall. Spin your thumbs out away from you as you reach back and circle your arms behind and they'll come to rest with your palms facing out, hands at your hips. Relax your shoulders down away from your ears and let's reverse the circle. 
thumbs point up to the sky behind you. You're going to hit this natural stopping point where you can't lift your arms anymore without bending or flexing through your spine. That's when you're going to spin your palms up and out and reach back up overhead. Pause with your arms high to the sky to get long through the sides of your body. And then return your arms, cross in front, circle back down to where you started, arms extended to the floor, palms facing front. Make two more circles just like this, slow and under control. Lift, cross your arms in front of you. Reach high to the sky. Pause as you stretch fingertips up, get long through the sides of your body. Spin your thumbs out away from you as you reach back and wind up through those arms. Find some internal rotation in your shoulders. Greatest pain-free range of motion here. Reverse up and out of that circle, still taking some nice deep breaths. One more big shoulder circle here as we go. Continuing to take some long, slow, deep inhales and exhales. Maybe taking a whole inhale to reach the arms up overhead. A whole exhale to lower the arms down to your sides. Pausing there, palms spinning out. Reverse, thumbs up. Wind the arms out. Reach overhead. Lower and cross in front of you. Return the arms down by your sides. And that's the theme for this whole shakedown, you guys, slow and under control. So as you finish these shoulder circles, pull your chin towards your chest and start to round through your spine. Roll forwards, fingers tracing the front of your legs until you end up in a standing forward fold. Use your hands on your legs for support if you can't comfortably reach the ground. And feel free to bend your knees as much as you need to accommodate your hamstrings. Remember, pain-free here. Pause in this forward fold for one deep breath in and out. Then tuck your tailbone and roll up through your spine to return to standing tall. Maybe walk your hands up your legs if you have a cranky back and you need some support. Squeeze your glutes, spin your palms forwards, and stand tall as you lean back from the crown of your head into a mini back bend here. Resist the urge to buckle through your hips and your knees, and instead, see how much extension you can get through your upper spine. Now this could be a little or it could be a lot. Just make sure that you, whatever you do, you can own and control it. Slowly roll back up through your spine to standing and then tip over to the left for a big side stretch. Maybe reach your right arm high to the sky. Pause there before standing tall again. Tip over to your right side for the same side stretch. Pause and then roll up to standing tall again. Take both hands to your hips, fingers on the front, thumbs wrapping around the back of your hips. You're gonna to start to reach the crown of your head forwards and then your tailbone reaches back to the wall behind you. Stop when your back is flat or parallel with the ground. And again, bend your knees as much as you need here. Pause in this sort of flat tabletop position then squeeze all your backside muscles so that you stand up again. So this is sort of like a hip hinge, pseudo deadlift type of a position here. You're going to repeat this three more times on your own, slow and under control. 
You can keep your hands on your hips, or you could start to reach those arms out to the left and the right, or perhaps even overhead and in front of you. Head tips forwards, tailbone reaches backwards here. Remember, bend your knees as much as you need. The key with this is even and equal pressure across all four corners of your feet and squeeze all your backside muscles to bring you up to standing. Use this as an opportunity to just check in and see what's going on with those hamstrings. As you stand tall, shift your weight onto your right foot and let your left leg swing gently front to back a few times. We're not going for an extreme high kick here. It's just going to sort of lubricate your hip as you let that leg swing gently. Then transition that swing into a left to right swing in front of your body. Maybe grab onto a wall, a couch, your car, a tree, (laughs) if you need a little uh, balance support here. Slow that swing down and start to make some big hip circles. Pull your knee towards your chest, then send it out to the left. Kick your heel up and back just slightly. Find some rotation through your thigh as you continue to circle your knee behind you. And you'll finish the circle when you come in line with your other knee. Let's reverse the circle back the way you came. Think about stamping the wall behind you with your foot. Lift your leg as though you had a string attached to your outer knee and then circle up over and in front of you as you step down. Let's do another circle on the left, slow and under control here. Now, the key is to try not to borrow from your right side. So think about zipping up tall through your standing leg even if you have a a small bend in that right knee. Circle your left leg up, out, and around, and then back up and over to where you started. Let's try the same thing on the opposite side. So step down, maybe shake out your hips just gently. Shift your weight onto your left foot. Catch your balance before lifting your right knee up in front of you. Send it out to the side. Try not to pivot on your left hip. So keep those hips square to whatever's in front of you. Don't let them shift. Send that right knee out to the side. Kick your right heel up back behind you, finding that same rotation in your thigh. Press back with your foot as you make a big circle with that knee. And then stop when your knees line up with one another you'll reverse that circle back up and over to where you started. Let's do another one nice and slow under control here. Try to minimize any extra movement that's happening. So no leaning, no side bending, no tilting forwards or backwards. Think about zipping up through your left side as you make this right hip circle around. Keep breathing throughout this motion. Lots of times I'll catch people holding their breath while they do these, and it's because you're concentrating on this complex movement, but the best thing you can do here is learn how to breathe while making these movements. As you finish that circle, step your feet down, hip width apart. Maybe shimmy your hips a little and shake them out. Find all four corners of your feet, bend your knees slightly, and do like a quarter squat. So it's a little mini squat here. Go ahead and look down and begin to circle both of your knees around your feet. 
So knees drive forwards over your toes, then they swoop over to one side, then straighten your legs so as you look down, you can see both feet on the floor, then swoop your knees over to the other side. Keep going and do a few circles clockwise and a few circles counterclockwise, slow and under control. Try to keep your feet as flat as possible and continue to increase the size of the circles as you go. Think about it like there's a hula hoop around your knees, but try not to let your hips drive this movement. They actually follow your knees. This might take a few repetitions to get the hang of it, but your knees are what are circling around your feet. As you finish those circles, start to lift both heels and rise up onto the balls of your feet. Pause at the top and then slowly return your heels to the floor. Try this a few times and try not to let your heels slam down to the ground. So this will be a little bit easier if you don't have shoes on because what I really want for you to do is roll through your foot, but it's okay if you have your sneakers on, do this anyway and just simply lift and lower under control. Then shift your weight to balance on your left foot and float your right one off the floor. Start to point and flex your ankle Toes point down to the ground, toes pull up towards your nose. Maybe three or four times here, point and flex. Then straighten everything out and take your big toe around in a circle. Now make sure that this is only coming from your foot and your ankle. Don't let your whole leg rotate at the hip. One of the ways that you'll know if you're borrowing is the direction in which your kneecap points. So keep your kneecap pointing directly up to the sky the whole time. Easier said than done. (laughs) Do a few circles in both directions, trying to keep the same circumference of that circle and or making it bigger each time you change directions. Before stepping down and then starting to switch sides, let's do your opposite foot here. Point and flex first to prime your ankle. Point hard, pull up hard, and then create those circles. Again, keeping your kneecap facing the sky. You'll probably find that this is easier or more challenging on one side or the other. And the goal isn't necessarily to make them exactly the same, but it's to notice which side is easier and which side is more challenging and work to bring the more challenged side up to right around the level of the side that's easier for you. So this is the foundation to developing strong and resilient ankles for trail running. So please don't speed through these, take it slow and really max out the control with which you execute these circles. Let's put both feet back on the floor and step them out slightly wider than your hips with a real gentle turn out of your toes. Start to hinge at your hips and do a nice big standing forward fold. From that fold, begin to drop your hips down between your heels. Go as low as you feel comfortable here. And you can use your hands for support on the floor or your elbows above your knees. When you reach the bottom of that squat, send both hands forwards out in front of you. Press down through your feet and squat to stand. So press down and rise up. Let's do this a few more times. Fold forwards, drop your hips reach forwards, stand up. 
That's the cadence you'll follow here. If you want to add a twist or a side stretch somewhere in there, if that might feel good, go for it. So it's a forward fold. Then you start to bend your hips and your knees, drop your butt into a squat, reach one or both hands forwards, reach high for the sky as you press tall to stand up. Next time you stand, bring your feet back up underneath your hips and do a few gentle hops here. We're trying to sort of load up the ankles like they're springs. And so you're gonna bounce lightly through your feet and ankles. We're not going for height here. We're just trying to charge up the lower body. Count out about 10 hops and then slowly return to standing. Let's close things out by standing tall just like the way, the way we started. You're gonna soften your gaze or close your eyes altogether. Take five or six deep breaths where you just simply focus on breathing in 360 degrees. To do this, you'll think about expanding in all directions as you breathe in, pausing to hold full at the top of that breath for a fraction of a second, and then letting it all go gently. So don't force the air out, just let it naturally flow. Maybe you pause to hold empty at the bottom of that breath. Do this a few times on your own and take this opportunity to check in again with your body and see how things feel. Maybe make a mental note of anything that feels really good and anything that needs a little bit more attention. As you finish your next breath, dip your chin down towards your chest, flutter your eyes open, and come back into the space around you. All right, you guys, congrats. You just did a shakedown. Hopefully that wasn't your first shakedown, but if it was, extra congrats to you. Now, your mission, should you choose to accept this, is to do it every day, okay? No excuses, no exceptions. Remember, you can do five minutes, you can do 55 minutes, okay? I don't care how long it is, as long as you set the goal and the intention and you show up and you do it consistently because that's really what's gonna make the biggest difference, okay? It's great if you do it once or twice a week, that's better than nothing, but when you can execute this consistently seven days a week without fail for an extended period of time, like 60 days or more, that's when you're really going to start to see things falling into place, okay? Now, you can do this audio version or if you'd like a video version because I don't know if you're like me, but I need to see it, do it, and then teach it in order to really absorb it into my brain, okay? So if you'd like to see me doing it, it won't be this exact version, but it will be a version of a shakedown. And some of these very same moves will be in that shakedown. Then you can drop down into the show notes below or go to my website and click. There's a little link at the top called Daily Shakedown at the top of the page. Just click there and I'll email it to you. All right. So again, the website that you'll go to is megan-gould.com. M-E-G-H-A-N-G-O-U-L-D.com. Okay. So I promise that if you make this a priority that you'll not only feel better just, you know, generally throughout the day, day in, day out, but your runs will feel better. It won't take so long for you to feel warmed up and ready to go on your run. Lots of times the complaint I hear is, I don't have time to warm up before a run. 
honestly, if you do this five minutes beforehand, if you do this version, if you do the video version, if you make up your own for five minutes and you do it with the expressed goal of running head to toe, taking all your major muscles and joints through their greatest pain-free range of motion, it won't take so long for you to feel good and get into the rhythm of your actual run. I promise (laughs) this is tested, tried and true. Okay. So not only will you feel better generally during the day, but the runs will feel better. You'll recover from your runs faster and you'll have fewer long-term aches and pains. We're essentially trying to knock down the accumulated stress of training by increasing the amount of joint movement and the stretching that you're getting on a day-to-day basis, okay? The old adage, you guys, if you don't use it, you lose it, is so true. So think about it. If you just run and you never do anything else, you don't stretch, you don't change your body position throughout the day, you're actually teaching your brain and your central nervous system that this small, confined range of motion is actually all that you need and all you'll ever need. So the cool thing about the body is it will recognize that and it will throw all its resources to making the movements that you do on a daily basis the most efficient as possible. If you never make any big shoulder circles, any big hip circles, any big ankle circles, any of this stuff, you'll lose the ability to do it. It's not going to happen overnight, but it will happen. Okay. So just keep thinking about that. You're teaching your body and your central nervous system, your muscles and your joints, what you want. What are you teaching your body? Okay. Take an inventory of your day, have a look at it. How much movement variability are you getting? That is what's going to dictate how your body feels and how it functions day to day and on your runs. Okay. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this and that you accept my challenge, the gauntlet that I have thrown down here. Hit me up via email or on Instagram and let me know how it's going. Okay. Definitely every single day. Try for the long haul. Try for two weeks, three weeks, a month, 60 days indefinitely. You would not believe how many people have resisted this and then have taken this challenge. I've thrown the gauntlet down to many people and they come back to me a week, two weeks, a month, two months, six months later, and they feel so much better. So my hope is that you will take this challenge and do it and execute it every single day, whether it's five minutes or 55 minutes. Okay. That's all for this episode. You guys enjoy this beat and I'll see you all soon. Oh, 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 oh,